from the ESPN 690 and the Living Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. You still have some work to do, obviously, this week, but can you tell us how many players are truly under consideration at number one? Have four. you narrowed that down? Four. Four. I believe it's a running back, quarterback. Don't forget that kicker. The kicker. The kicker. Uh, little Trent Baalke and uh, Tuck Peterson having some fun with that. I, I tell you what, at the pre-draft luncheon today, I thought they were really good. I thought they were about as transparent as you could be and also had a little fun at times. Uh, Trent Baalke may be the most fun when uh, – Doug Peterson said, hey, we don't ever want to be picking number one again. He said that a couple of times now over the last month. And <laughs> Trent Polky said, well, I know I won't be doing the picking if we're picking number one again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but he even had a little fun uh, with uh, with that. So, And he's absolutely right about that, by the way. Brent Martin, Awesome Lane, Casey Kurtz. Hey, I want to tell you about Shady Rays. Uh, Looking into the summer, the beach weather, what you're doing, you need a pair of shades, ShadyRays.com, the place to go. All you got to do is put promo code BRENT for 50% off two or more pair of Shady Rays. That's promo code BRENT, B-R-E-N-T, 50% off two or more pair of Shady Rays. Um, we're in them right now on the streams. Fit, style, performance without the big brand price tag. And every pair is backed by a lost and broken replacement plan that is absolutely insane. Read more about it at ShadyRays.com. And they also provide 10 meals to fight hunger with every order and have donated over $20 million to date. So ShadyRays.com. Remember that promo code. Two or more pair of shades, 50% off promo code Brent. Football at 5. We'll also get a little bit of NBA Slam poetry. we got to open some cards still on the show on a Friday as you, as you go home. We've got a couple packs left. I think they're in the studio. Uh... But we do go back to, really, I think the big story, if you missed it earlier, you can always go back and subscribe to the podcast and, and on YouTube, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. But I want to revisit this, Austin. What JP asked, uh, JP Shatter from Jaguars.com just asked there in that, that sound bite, and the answer was a, a very transparent answer of four. Like, it was matter of fact. It wasn't like, hey, we, uh, well, we might have four or five or three or six. or you know, It could go a lot of different ways. It wasn't. No, it was four. Like, yeah. They got four guys on their board that they've really debated about being number one. Now, my belief is they know who that number one guy is. And I think the one hesitation they have is I think they were meeting later today, in fact, with the rest of their staff to button up all the other meetings that they've had. So this is a huge process for these guys. And I think they respect that process to the point where they value people's opinions and they don't want to say, hey, we're not going to consider everything you're about to tell us in this next meeting. And so I do think from a bulky standpoint, there's some posturing going on there and some be aware of the feelings and the input of everybody else. I'm not going to go out here and tell you, yeah, we've made up our mind when we have another meeting going on in a couple of hours that our mind could be changed or swayed or we could get new input. So I, I, while this is easy on the outside, I, I, do, I do think there is a level of this that does kind of spread out all the way up until draft day, just the mechanics of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, there's definitely mechanics, but when we talk about night one and, you know, when when Thursday comes up here, um, you have the top pick overall. And, like, I'm not sure if it was more of a smoke screen, if you're slow playing this thing, but you're less than a week out. You should know who you're picking right now. Now, once again, like, I'm not sure how much I take at the word and say, yeah, it's down to four or five guys. Well, okay, maybe. 
But they, they know who they're taking. Now, obviously a trade could happen. They can move down, and it shuffles the entire system. So that's why you start to do your due diligence. You start to say, okay, well, let's say uh, a 1% chance happens where Detroit wants to trade or Houston or whoever the case may be. Well, yeah, there, there's always got to be a plan B. Always has to be a plan B. But I just expect this team right now with who they have, you know, in charge, they have their guy ready to roll. And if something crazy happens, then so be it. They'll be ready for that as well. You know, and I, I agree with that. Crazy like a trade. Crazy like, you know, heaven forbid, somebody gets in trouble, right? Like, those are the kind of things that could disrupt everything you've gathered. You're not going to, like, meet with a guy one more time, work out a guy another time. His 40 times not going to change. His college film's not going to change. We're talking about some extreme circumstance that would change or just the idea of a trade and you move out of that position. Like, that's the only two things that can really happen from here until Thursday night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you, and I get it. Like, I'm sure if you're a GM, you're trying to go through every possible scenario. But that's the beauty of being the number one spot is there's not a lot of things that can happen to you, right? I mean, if you're, like, picking, you know, 10, 11, 12, well, yeah, a lot of things can get interesting. Teams can make trades above you. You know, your, your top players can get gone. So, like, you have to have, like, plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E. But for the Jaguars, plan A, plan B, and you're ready to roll. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a, that's a really good way to put it, actually. Plan A and maybe just plan A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you do better. You have to be ready for just about anything. Please have multiple numbers ready when you call with only three minutes left on the clock. Yeah. You do all those things uh, that you have to get right this year for the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars. I did ask this question. Uh, Casey was there at the luncheon as well. And you got to believe how much how much posturing do you guys think goes on behind closed doors? And And I'm talking about internally. Not just Doug Peterson, Shad Khan, Trent Baalke. Uh I think it's, hey, Brenton Buckner. I think it's Mike Caldwell. I think it's Press Taylor. You know, I think it's all these other areas like, hey, I really like this guy. I really think this guy could help us. I think he can elevate this. You know, right now, if like Mike Caldwell or Brenton Buckner, and Caldwell's a D.C., defense coordinator, and Brenton Buckner's a defensive line coach, he's listening to our show and me talking and saying, all this stuff about, from a logic standpoint, about the pass rush and the lack of sacks and the lack of turnovers. And, and he's like, yeah, you're right. That's why we should pick Trayvon Walker. That's why yeah. we should pick Aiden Hutchinson, right? And the reason I bring it up, because there's this famous story with the Jags, and there's probably more than one, but, and in, in, you know this, well, this would have been, well, you would have joined him later. But in 2008, when they picked Derek Harvey, when they traded up to get Derek Harvey, their defensive line coach at the time, and now his name escapes me, he's an awesome guy too, ended up in Baltimore, uh, uh, Monachino, um, Ted Monachino. The story was he jumped in his office as they traded up and grabbed Derek Harvey, and he knocked the ceiling tiles out. <laughs> like, seriously, like, he was so excited they had traded up, so excited they got Harvey to add to his line, right, his piece, his, his part of the defense, that he... <laughs> punch the ceiling tiles out that's so wild and, and um, so that always has stayed with me to the point like how much are these other position coaches saying hey man this guy will change us but not only that there might be a bit of a selfish motivation of this guy will make my group look pretty damn good <laughs> oh know? no i mean i've uh, i've told this story a couple times before but back in 2011 a guy by the name of jj watt Joe Cullen was pounding on tables. Joe Cullen was telling everybody that they should draft J.J. Watt with that pick. He was a huge, huge J.J. Watt advocate. 
And if Joe Cohn would have had his way, Watt would have been in Jacksonville. But he was a position coach, you know, doesn't have the final word, obviously. But I just – and trust me from that, I know firsthand, Joe Cullen on draft day, 2011, wanted J.J. Watt more than anybody. Well, that was a pretty smart move, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, hindsight's 20-20, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, and my guess is, especially when you've done so wrong, there are probably a lot of stories like that out of Jacksonville, you know? Uh just like, hey, wide receiver, I wanted Justin Jefferson instead. Of, like Keenan McCardell, I think he would have been here right at that time. Uh, I want Justin Jefferson, get him instead of Caleb on chase on. You yeah. know, those stories. And, and, you know, as we get closer and closer to this draft, I mean, it's hard not to echo some of the failures of this organization and failures from way back to the Derek Harveys, uh, failures to what you just said of, hey, J.J. Watt, this guy could really change you, and he would have. Uh, it would have really worked out. Now, that was the draft they got Gabbert. So, I mean, you're going to get a QB. I'd never fault the team for going to get a QB. Uh, unfortunately, you can fault them for being wrong. Um, and then even, like, that chase-on draft, to me, is still, like, really, I, I believe one of the missteps of the Caldwell era, where they got emotionally attached to losing Ngakwe, losing Ramsey, and they basically said, we're taking these picks and we're going to replace them. Mm -hmm. And it was dumb. Like, and I knew it might happen. And I remember saying it before the draft, please don't do that. Like, you can't do that. And they did it, and it looks awful. Like, C.J. Henderson and Caleb on Chason, when you start, if this falls bad for Chason, like, when you start adding up the picks that the Jags had failed on, that one's going to be near the top of the list, man. They went 0 for 2. They whiffed on both at yeah. 9 and 20. And I think it's because they got emotionally involved in trying to replace the missteps of not being able to keep Ramsey and Ngakwe. And what a, what a terrible place to be with an organization or a decision maker if you're basing things on emotion. And that is the danger zone of the draft, man. Trust your work. Trust your board. Trust your instinct. Don't get emotional is the one thing that I think maybe the story in Jacksonville the last 15 years could teach Trent Baalke and Doug Peterson and Shad Khan on this night coming up Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, you could probably make a, an argument for Caleb on Chase on that other teams are probably going to draft them right, you know, closely where the Jaguars did. So, I mean, I'm not sure how much of a reach that pick was. Now, yeah, obviously, hindsight being 2020, um, that pick has not worked out for the Jaguars uh, in terms of production. But that C.J. Henderson pick really sticks out to you because, you know, I think we all were kind of left scratching our head a little bit, wondering, like, you know, I mean, okay, I guess it was a need, but that high, you couldn't trade back to get him. So, yeah, you, you do have to take the emotion out of it um, by all means and sometimes take the ego out of it. I think, but then there's some circumstances where emotion and ego, I think, have won out, and it's actually worked out well for everybody. So you just have to find that right balance, I would say. Yeah, you're probably right, too. There's probably some stories of uh, that. Casey, uh, well, I think you just jumped in. Yeah, because, because I make an argument like Jamar Chase was probably out of more of emotion than it was logic. Because when the Cincinnati Bengals selected Jamar Chase, we all said, well, what are you doing with not taking Penny Sewell? Right, I mean that's yeah, a yeah. that that's True. a bona fide offensive tackle. Your quarterback just ruptured everything in his knee, and now you're taking a wide receiver. But what was that? That was Joe Burrow saying, "I want my guy from LSU here. He's that great." Like that was an emotional investment, I think. And guess what? Went to the Super Bowl because of it. I want you to think about this for a moment. Uh, I think Trent Falky did a pretty good job today. 
he needs to do a really good job on Thursday. Did he do a good enough job in March? And uh, we've probably talked about this a couple of times since Balky was named the guy, but that was an emotional time frame for the fans and everybody else. I think we've stepped away from that. It's just reality now. People don't love it, but it's the reality. I think there's less emotion attached now when you say Trent Balky's name. Can he change this? Can he fix this? Can he save himself and the Jaguars at the same time? Uh, is, is there? I know there's not a ton of evidence that it's going to happen, but like, how big of a moment is this coming up in less than a week for Trent Baalke? Think about that for a moment. First, let's get Captain Rick Riles on uh, here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 694 to Sportsman Fishing Report. Happy Friday, Captain Rick. Happy Friday to you, Brad. How are you? Oh, fantastic. It's a beautiful night. I'm outside the arena. The Icemen are playing tonight. Outside the baseball grounds, the Shrimp and Ronald Acuna are playing tonight. Ronald Acuna is in town. That's big news indeed. Uh, I, I knew he had a long double the other night. How's he look so far? Yeah, I think pretty good. I think uh, he says he's better than he was before the injury. My guess is he finishes this stint with Gwinnett and then maybe see you in the big leagues next week. I hope so. Certainly do. I tell you, Brent, the weather is so beautiful, but it's so doggone windy. This is the windiest April I can ever remember. In fact, I talked with the charter guys about how many days they've been able to make this April, and everybody's numbers are way down, even the big boats, as the wind has just been relentless. I talked to Robert Chelsea. He said none of his boats went today, none of the Jody Lynn fleet, none of them are going tomorrow. He's going to try for Sunday, but I'm don't get fired up if you're like me with a smaller boat because I don't think it's going to be calm enough for us until maybe Tuesday. Tuesday looks like the next good day. David Boris just checked in to report that the mangrove snapper have showed up today and in really good numbers in the sizes good. And that's highly unlikely for April. They usually don't come till later in the year. But last year was an excellent year for them, and maybe this year is going to be even better. We'll see. It was also a very good day for redfish, the best time was when the tide started moving out after it had crested and then started pouring out about one and uh, David was able to do very, very well in reds during that stretch. So it's going to be reds, flounder, and mangrove snapper this weekend, I believe. I don't think we're going to see a lot of fish coming in from the ocean, maybe some from the bigger boats. We'll be back on Monday to check on it with another forecast brought to you by Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing and CSS Landscaping. Thank you, boys. Thanks, Captain Rick. Appreciate it. Uh, Florida Sports and Fishing Report each and every day. Action for Shacks on ESPN 690. And then catch them in the morning, 7 a.m. or early on a Saturday on ESPN 690 as well. All right, ask the question, Austin. Can he save himself? Can Trent Falke save himself and impart a franchise? Uh, I mean, listen, he's a GM. He's got a chance at 12 picks. He's got the number one pick, 33, 65, 70. Those are impact positions. Uh, the The... While there's not a lot of faith in it, maybe, and not a lot of history to say that it will happen, the bottom line is he does have a chance next week to hit a home run. Now he's just got to swing and make sure he makes good contact. No, for sure. I mean, can he save himself? It's, you know, it's the most fundamental, fundamental thing when we talk about the National Football League. And it's the way that quarterbacks can save themselves. It's the way that head coaches can save themselves. And it's definitely the way that GMs can save themselves. If he wins this year, if this team wins and it looks drastically different than last year, then, yeah, he's going to save his job. If they don't win, regardless of what this draft looks like, or regardless of on paper how much we like these picks, if they don't win this year, I think he's gone. Simple as that. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what not winning looks like and means, but um, it's got to be a pretty substantial difference from what it's looked like the last two years. I would say that that's four combined wins. 
Uh, and, and by the way, it's not just bulky. He's going to get help from Peterson, and Peterson wants to win. Everybody wants to get it right. Uh, these guys are not dumb, you know? I mean, they, they know some things about football. They've not always been the greatest decision makers, bulky uh, most recently. And so, therefore, he, there's not a lot of faith in him to do it. But they've also been around the game quite a long time. Can they make the right selections, the right fit for Jacksonville? And uh, like I said, the bottom line is they'll have the opportunity to do it. And if you marry free agency with this draft class, with what's already been done, like Trevor Lawrence, well, maybe it does turn into something. It's such an opportunity. And uh, I guess if I was sitting in bulky shoes, I'd, I hear the noise. I understand uh, sometimes the odds are stacked, but I would also say, man, oh, man, what an opportunity I've got right now because I can change the way this organization looks for the next three to five to ten years potentially uh, over my time here in just like a two-year span. I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence, and he was in the building to do Trevor Lawrence. Like, he was the guy that actually made that pick with Urban Meyer. He spent $175 million of Shad Khan's money last month. And now he's got the number one overall pick and all these picks again. Like, it's just crazy to think the guy that may be one of the most maligned in franchise history in short order could be the guy that puts him on the path of success. Yeah, I mean, he's going to help. Yeah, it's fascinating. And especially if you win games, people have a short memory when you start winning games. You know, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you, and, uh, you, you win, people will forgive and forget. If it's more of the same, well, we've seen those emojis before. <laughs> yes, we have. Uh, so uh, we've got uh, just inside a week until the NFL draft. And uh, the countdown is certainly on. Uh, getting excited about it uh, today. Get made me a little bit more excited about the NFL draft coming up uh, in just a, a few days with the Jags still on the clock. Uh, Brett Martin, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz. Uh, we continue Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Don't forget, Casey, Brian Middleton, Action Sports Jacks OT each and every day at 6 o'clock right after our show. And then the Jumbo Shrimp we hand off to on a Friday night with Ronald Acuna in town. It's a beautiful night in Jacksonville for baseball, for hockey, for football talk, and more as we head into the weekend. We'll be right back on ESPN 690. From a coaching perspective, and even from, I, I, I don't want to put words in Trent's mouth, but he, I, hopefully this is the last time we pick one overall. Right, um, and if we're doing our jobs, then then we're having success on the football field, and uh, we're not in this position, you know, much. Um, and so, you know, to me, that's that's a sign of the hard work that the coaches, the personnel staff put in, obviously making the right decisions, and then we have to go prove it on the field. I'm pretty confident this will be the last time that I'll be making the first uh, that was really good right there by Trent Balky. There it was, uh, Doug Peterson as well. And for both gentlemen's sake and for the sanity of this entire region, please let it be the last time they're picking number one. As I said yesterday, it's fun during this week. It's not fun for about 50 other weeks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> of the year. Brent Martin, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz. Uh, we go up until 6 o'clock here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Got the shrimp going on the baseball grounds. We've got the Iceman uh, right behind us. Uh, ready to go for game two of the ECHL playoffs. We got a little Garth Brooks blaring over here to my right. And we got the party's picking up, folks. 
downtown here in uh, Jacksonville. Let's get South Beach Gary right now. What's he have on the agenda here on a Friday? What's up, man? Hey, guys, I don't know what I'm going to do next Thursday. My Dolphins don't have any first-round picks. <laughs> yeah, I guess I get to watch everybody else sweat. That's yeah, I mean, I, I guess when you get a guy like Tyreek Hill, you know, there's not a lot of sweating going on. You just kind of sit back, set it, and forget it. Right. Uh, hey, hey, guys, yeah, I never, I never saw a team that loves six and seven round picks win a jig. I don't think I've ever seen any other team that have 11, 12 picks every year, it seems like. Hey, hey guys, uh, a couple quick things. Why didn't the, uh, the Jags with the need of passers, why didn't, they just, why didn't they bring in Melvin Ingram, at least for a look-see? It doesn't cost anything, doesn't hurt anything. Try him out. And between Brandon Scherf, Travis Etienne, and James Robinson, each of you rank uh, the worried of uh, that you're going to get a full, se- full healthy season and a productive season of those three guys. Thanks. Have a good weekend. All right, South Beach, Gary. Uh, by the way, on the Ingram front, I, I think there's this element of we got enough projects and enough things to worry about and try and figure out. Like, uh, do we have time to worry about that kind of project, too, and that we're going to get the best out of and all these other things that have and, – and teams have made it work a little bit, but maybe not to the degree they wanted to see it work. And I'd also say this, Austin, about that. Like, when you're a newer G- – when you're a GM and, and you've got – technically in a second year, you're a new coach – you do want to get younger and younger and build it. Like, the Jags hopefully don't have a five-year plan here, but they also don't have, like, a C in the playoffs and Super Bowl this year. That's not realistic. And yeah. so, like, how much is Melvin Ingram going to really add to you, help you? Is he a is he a two-win difference? Is he a one-win difference? Is he a three-play-a-game difference? Like, I, I think you ask those questions, and that's why they probably say, all right, not right now. It's not the time for a guy like Ingram. Yeah, I mean, when you see Melvin Ingram the past couple of years – uh, you know, he was a pro bowler back in 2019, but 2020, going through some injuries. Uh, and then this past year, spent his time on two teams, the the, the Chiefs and then the Steelers, um, you know, and, and was kind of limited in both of them. Only had two sacks last year with, you know, I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially a pretty good defensive line in their own right. And he just, you know, couldn't get after the quarterback. So there has definitely been some regression. Um, you know, age can probably be a little bit of a concern when you're 32 years old, almost 33 years old in a couple of days. So, yeah, I just think that, you know, when you look at his size, 6'2", 247, I think that you can go in a younger direction, let's just say. Yeah, and uh, as for the health issues, uh, I'm probably, I would say this. I'm going to go, I would rank my least concerns, least to most concerns, uh, probably one being ETN, two, Sheriff, three, James. And I'm not sure I'm overly concerned about any of them, but I think I think it was so freaky with the ETN stuff and the Liz Frank Austin Like, he doesn't have this crazy injury history. Sheriff obviously does. But he's also, like, I think those guys can stay healthy. I also think there are just some years are going to get hurt. I mean, we saw that with Linder, too. And then James, I'm just a little concerned that he might come back early on the Achilles. And I hope he doesn't. I hope he's ready to go. I hope he doesn't force it. And he's also, like, over his lifespan of running the football, Austin, he's had a lot of carries, a lot of wear and tear at that position that can add up. Yeah, I mean, I'm the most concerned about ETN just because a Liz Frank injury is such a serious injury. Now, you don't really risk of hurting again, but, like, what I'm concerned about is, is he going to lose a step? 
is he going to lose some of his cutting um, ability? So I'm concerned with that from the Liz Frank standpoint. I think number two, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, uh, a blown-out Achilles, even though Cam Akers gives us a new sense of hope now that you can come back and even in the middle of the season and play with a blown-out Achilles, um, that is still a very serious injury as well. So I would say he's second and then last is Brandon Scherf. All right, uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully they all stay healthy. Uh, such a lucky part of the game in many respects uh, as well. Brent Martin, Oslan, Casey Kurtz, NBA Slam Poetry Time. Deliver it. Oh, you know we do, Casey. Dimming the lights a little bit. Casey Kurtz, the best club promoter in town when it comes to slam poetry. Uh, man, do I really need a turtleneck, though. You know, really kind of set the whole scene off. Jeff Bezos still won't hit me back about my complaint over my bongo drum when the stick broke. But it's okay. Let's get this bad boy in tune. <clears throat> yep, that's good. Voice is on point. Ready to roll. Casey, ready to roll? We good? Let's get it, my dude. All right. NBA Slam Poetry. The Vindicators of Vibe are back. Drink it in and let it linger. KD went 4 of 17 and we call him top 3. Ha, when Kyrie Irving has more talent just in his middle finger. <laughs> Sorry, KD. Brooklyn down 0-2. The clutch is stuck. They can't get into gear. The NBA awards are out. Shout out to Ben Simmons for winning the prestigious courtside fan of the year. <laughs> Where are you, Brad? Where are you, Where are you? All right. <laughs> Suns are a little nervous. Devin Booker rolled his ankle. He's been injury-stricken. Not too much to talk about in Minnesota, unless you're a fan who wants to chain herself to a basket over some farm-raised chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one might be interesting. All right, uh, Golden State up three games against the reigning MVP and Jordan Poole. He's too raw. Curry, Clay, and now Poole. Talk about a splash menage a trois. I said it. I don't know. It's French. I'm not sure what I mean. Jaw real. Jaw feel. Stamp of approval. Give him a jaw seal. Out here running his own legacy. We'll call him Charles Dickens. Making the T-Wolves think about things. Humble themselves. The Wolves are in a deep wide receiver class, and they're stuck being a George Pickens. Hit the draft. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a draft need alert, but it's also a vibe alert, baby. Let those vibes sink into the flesh. You better believe it. I think I just watched George walk by. <laughs> oh, Uh-oh, down goes Middleton, and it's not funny. It's like late night with Jimmy Fallon. No worries, because the Bucks are deep. I can't wait to cheer for that other guy who's a good shooter. What's up, Grayson Allen? Oh, yeah. Jacksonville's finest. Yeah. Philly is doing their thing, and Joel Embiid is like a Yeti. He's ice cold. Raptors are down three. It's like they're Taylor Swift. They're getting put in a Drake rear naked chokehold. Oh, 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 hit it again. I see you, Drake. All right. Well, I lost my spot here about that. All right. You, the, the Utah, okay, Utah may have jazz, but like, like Rebecca Black, they had all the wrong notes. How, can you, how are you going to lose to Luca? That's worse than Pat Frymuth getting the invite over me on Shad Khan's boat. I saw him on there. Oh, he was on the boat? They, they, they parked it right in the, the, the Pittsburgh Bay. I saw it. Bay. Put it right in that Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh lake. Yeah, yeah, put it right in that river. Pittsburgh lake. Whatever, lake, bay, somebody of water. <laughs> all right, man. Um, so with that being said, this has been NBA Slam Poetry, and thank you all who shared the ride. I guess it was never really about basketball, was it? I hope it made you laugh. I hope it made you think. But most importantly, keep spreading those good vibes. Mm. <laughs> This has been NBA Slam Poetry for the week.
Very good. Very yeah. well done. Uh, slam poetry, uh, another edition in the books. A terrific one, by the way. Thank some, you very much. Tremendous writing. Tried. Must I had tried. a lot of commercial breaks or calls on the radio this morning. Oh, oh you already know, Brent. You already know we're going off about something. It was like Britney Spears has a Brad Pitt uh, picture in her closet. So, you know, I kind of tuned off that. And it was in my, you know, I was really deep in my writing skills there. So. <laughs> Plenty of time available. Yeah. Really really breaking the news on the morning show, though. Did you know that? Britney Spears has a, has a Brad Pitt poster? Really? Yeah, man. Uh, like, is that a new thing or an old thing? Um, It's been a thing. <laughs> That's oh. all I can tell you about it. Is, did I see something so recently? Brad Britney Spears Brad uh, is pregnant? Yeah, Britney Spears is pregnant. Yes. Oh, that was real? Yeah, that was real. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of... Go on. I'm not, I, never mind. No, no, go on. Say it, Casey. It's kind of awesome. Oh, that's for yeah, Britney Spears. Good for her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Does I mean, she she's, have a, is she's, this her first kid? No. I don't, no, no, because her and uh, Kevin Featherline. Featherline, sure. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. And Jamie also definitely has a kid. Is that, is that uh, part of the thing with Britney? Like, does she not have custody of the kid, or does she have custody of the kid? Um, you're supposed uh, to know think, these things on the morning show. Yeah, I mean, maybe she doesn't have. I, I don't know, man. Hey, I'm asking all the tough questions. <laughs> yeah, you're asking. She yeah, has two kids. <laughs> yeah, she has two kids, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, two kids <laughs> with uh with, with Kevin Featherline, right? Uh, Featherline. Yeah. Yeah, 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 boy, girl, two you know, girl, yeah, two two girl, might be a uh, boy and a girl, yeah, 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 Sean and Sean? Jaden, exactly, Federline, uh, thank you, nailed it, Perfect. that's that's two boys. Right? Uh, if you know. could watch a concert this weekend in Jacksonville, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Elton John is in town this weekend, mm -hmm. and so is the Who. Also correct. Back yes, to back. Good call. Do I have that correct? Yep. Yep. Is, is that are they both right here at the arena? They are. Yep. My okay. dad was really uh, mad that my mom wouldn't let him go to the Who concert on his birthday because my dad loves the Who. Big okay. big Who guy, huh? Yeah. Okay. People who love the Who like really love the Who, right? No, yeah. In, in I mean, fairness, he's seen them like eight times. So yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. my mom's just trying See? to save some money, I think. But uh, yeah, Chip wanted to go bad. Hey Brent, did you know that the Who gave Led Zeppelin their name? Nope. Do, do you know why it's called Led Zeppelin? Nope. Because when Led Zeppelin was coming up, the Who said that they have no talent and that they're going to go down like a Led Zeppelin. Is that so, real? so that's where the name came from. I believe so. That's cool. Yeah. Well, behind the know. music. Behind the music. Shacks on ESPN. Oh, we, we do it all here. You better believe it. So, which concert would you go to, the Who or Elton John? Oh, that's a good one. I give you tickets to one. Oh, man. I mean, it depends what kind of vibe I'm in, right? Because like, Who you're going to rock out? Elton John, like I'm going for just like that's Elton John. I would probably choose Elton. Casey? Same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you I have think, to. I mean, Tiny Dancers, say no more, fam. Yeah. All right. There it is. What about you, Brent? Brent, I mean, you know, you know, yeah. Oh, I, would, I wouldn't even be, I, I would go to Elton John. Okay. But I'm not like, like, again, I understand. <laughs> but you're not going to be excited about it. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I'll be excited. I, I would like to see Elton John. Okay. Have you seen those I ticket prices? I've never seen Elton. How much are they? Oh. Like three fifty for the top. Oof. Really? Like the top row, not the top notch seats. Yeah. The top row. Yeah. Nosebleeds. Wow. Because when it got announced, me and Amanda were like, eh, you know, we could go. And then like I saw the tickets, I was like, you know, we could just listen to iTunes. Honestly, <laughs> it's gonna sound the same, maybe better on iTunes. So. <laughs> I told you, like, I think I told you guys this story recently, but like Kaylee really wanted to go to this concert, like Thomas Red or Morgan Wall, whatever. I, uh, oh, yeah. Recently, like this, like a conversation a year ago. And uh, so, like, tickets are, like, $300. And Ty's like, did you say $300? So, like, 
Why wouldn't you just sit here in the living room and listen to the music? Oh, come on, Ty. You're going for the experience. You're sharing a moment with fans. Such a simple Why would you laugh. Pay $300? Yeah. <laughs> totally didn't get well, it. Well, I mean, I, uh, I, I bought Coachella like for tickets, that. and those, they weren't giving the Coachella tickets away. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we'll be back. Uh, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Maybe if you pull a big card, you can afford an Elton John ticket. <laughs> we shall Final find out. countdown. What are you going to draw? Coming up next, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Action Sports Shacks OT at 6 o'clock. Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp on ESPN 690 at 650. We'll get the Iceman. Game 2, 7 o'clock. The puck drops. Come on up. Busy night downtown. Fun night downtown. Great way to head into the weekend on ESPN 690. David Samuels, a guy in his prime, top 10 weapon in the league. Mm. Usually, these things work out. You get your contract, you get your money. 49ers <laughs> like, look, we will pay you. Let's work something out. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to leave. Like, it, it's pretty massive news. It's sort of, I, I don't want to say it's unprecedented because guys do request trades, and, and if they're uncomfortable with their contract situation, they want to move on now more than ever. But this is unique. I mean, the 49ers want to do it. He's a perfect fit there. Like, just three months ago, we were talking about, hey, how great it is that you're this hybrid running back receiver, and he seemed to embrace it, and the 49ers are having fun, and knocking off the Packers, and it's just all gone sour. That is Jeremy Fowler on Debo Samuel. Top 10 weapon in the league. Is he that if he just plays receiver? I debate and have all week. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, Debo Samuel. I wonder if he's uh, concerned about, if he's as mad about his contract as he is about his role. <laughs> it certainly feels like how he's used is, is maybe more of an issue. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz. We put a bow on the show here in the next few minutes. Uh, big day for Amanda, Casey. Pulled the Trevor Lawrence card. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she did. She was pretty thrilled about that. Uh, Najee Harris as well. Brent, I also forgot to tell you not to take anything away from Amanda, but I'm going to now attempt to do so. Uh, I opened the soccer. A whole hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She'll, you know, she'll, she'll be all right. Um, you, so, you know, anyway, you know the soccer box that you also purchased? Yeah, yeah. You opened the soccer box. You get anything? Uh, I did, actually. So you're not going to know these, this human, but it's uh, Bellingham. Uh, he's pretty good. First name, Jude. So you, we can just go with Jude. Jude. Hey, Jude. All right. Um, uh, rookie, refractor, gold out of 50. Uh, it's about a $500 card raw. Nice. Yeah, and there has yet to be a PSA 10 in it. So if you get a PSA 10 in it, you can pretty much name your price. So are you to keep it raw? Or are we thinking about maybe putting a little char on there, putting put a little sizzle on that bad boy? Yeah, we're going to send it in. Medium rare, I like it. Because somebody has a nine right now that's up for seven fifty with bids, Ooh. so it's gonna sell. Yeah. So you can pretty much do whatever you want with a ten if you get it, and it's in pretty good shape. So I think I'm gonna uh, take the shot at that. So um, I thought Casey was in a pretty good mood today. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I thought met, I, he was in a good mood today, Austin. Yeah, seven hundred dollars richer. Maybe I was literally gonna richer. text you with it. And then we got to the lunch, and then, you know, I'm fat, so I was like, food. So then, <laughs> then like, the press conference started, and then now we're here, and it clicked back in my head. But, yeah, uh, pretty pretty good moment for me and wow. Amanda. I wish, that's, an unbelievable, that's good stuff. Devoli's House of Cards, by the way. Another good pull. Yeah, those boxes, boxes are hot as fire from Devoli. Hot as fire. You got to get them. You got to send a picture of that one. Tweet that one out. I want to see what it looks like. And who the guy is, so I can do some research. Well, he's good. He, he's about to be not not important. He's about to be transferred to Liverpool, likely. So he's going to go yeah. to a big club. He's 18, by the way. Never walk wow. alone. I like it. Uh, hey, the Trevor Lawrence pull. Like, what kind of card was it? Um, was it uh, like just a normal rookie card or what? So how it works with Mosaic is there's two different. Like, there, it wasn't like anything super special, but 
the way Mosaic works is they have two like base rookie cards, the regular, and then there's an NFL debut one. And the NFL okay. debut one is more widely produced, so it's harder to get the regular Trevor Lawrence rookie, if you will. And it was the regular one, which we do not have, so she was pretty excited for that. Awesome. Love it. Love it's it. Win-win good situation. Day. It's a good day in the Kurtz household. Yeah, just wait till I get home. She's like, you really overshadowed me on the radio. I'm like, All right. <laughs> I'll get to my dinner, but, you know. I'm sure you can find, like, another hey. podcast producer somewhere right now. Casey, you're fine. Maybe just stay I'm, here the whole night. Yeah, Amanda, true. just make sure if you haven't had that joint bank account filled up yet, make sure you do the paperwork. Yep. Hey, I'll tell you, you what. you got the higher price card, I think. I'll tell you what. We got I that joint bank account because I see half my paycheck gone. Every uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I know what Casey makes. My guess is he already got the joint bank account. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah, Smart bro. man. Yeah. Smart man. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Smart man. All right, open those suckers up. All right, we got, got, we got it. So we got to right. finish off this, uh, what is it, optic or? No, oh, no. Absolute, absolute. Absolute. Missed it by kaboom. that much. Kaboom. We're looking for a kaboom. We got a Kellen Mond rookie card off to a great start. Uh, Sam Ellinger rookie card. Okay. Quarterbacks. Tylen Wallace. Place for the Ravens. I didn't know him. Oh, Panay Sewell. Just talked about him today. There we go. Aaron Rodgers. Um, it's a green one. I'm not sure if that really matters or not. Probably not. Uh, Jalen Hurts. And the Matt Ryan... And a Quinnen Williams. A lot of guys we talked about today on the show. So that is right. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave yeah. to Matt Ryan for Brent. Don't. All right. Yeah, for sure. We're living for Brent. Uh, we got two guy. more packs here. Feeling something big, Casey. Feeling something big. Uh, Eric Stoltz, rookie card. Plays for the Green Bay Packers. Take that one home. Uh, Kenne Neguanu, rookie card. Take that one as well. Uh, Jared Dokes. Yep. Uh, we, ooh, we got a buy story rookie card, Mac Jones. Oh, that's good. Buy Storm, potentially. Buy story. Buy story. You sure it's not stolen? Oh, yeah. So, well, sorry, because you see how the M's messed up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, it. so is it a, is it a bang or not? Yeah, it's a bang. But, but it's kind of like a, it's like I'm going to curve the bullet because I can read. Bang! Like that. The, the, the bullet <laughs> yeah. curved. Yeah, yes. you know what I'm saying? Every exactly. single wanted with Angelina Jolie where they curved the bullet. Sure, yes. Bang! Yeah. That's yeah, what happened right there. Okay. Good work. Uh, Miles Garrett, Travis Kelsey, Dalvin Cook. Daniel, jo <clears throat> Daniel Jones, and then I have a chance to become a, a, a kid reporter at the Super Bowl. I, I got to use the, 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 you know, the discount code or whatever. Okay, last one. The discount code. Whatever that thing is. You know, like the, the yeah. code. Yeah. QR uh, code. So, so this is kind of thick, Casey. I don't know if there's something to insert in here. Uh -huh. boom. Dwayne Eskridge. Looking Eskridge. for a boom. J.C. Horn rookie card. J.C. Horn rookie card. Jamar Chase rookie card. That's not bad. You made the face like something was happening. I know. I see that something crazy. Pause. I'm just saying That's I see something crazy. Oh, really? Chaz Surratt. I mean, it's super colorful. Uh, it's 44 of 99. Rookie card. Okay. Eagle. Not game well. Yeah. 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 Oh. But I, I was thrown off by, like, it looks cool. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, that does look cool. Bang yeah. or not? I mean, kind of. can bang. Yeah, bang. You know, uh, we wanted Jalen Hurts for that. I know, right? man. Tua Tonga Viola, Josh Allen, and Mike Evans to bring home the show. All right. Well, uh, the other two packs were a little bit better. Yeah. In the Kurtz household. Yeah. But we still had some fun. We got some Davis Mills rookie cards yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Buy time. low, sell high. Profit center still there. As, yeah, hopefully, as long as they don't draft Malik Willis. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe they will. Um, then they trade Davis Mills to, like, Washington or something. Yeah. That could happen as well. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's head off into the weekend in style. Not everybody, though. Uh, Casey Kirk, Brian Middleton, Action Sports Jacks OT. We got that coming up yes, uh, right after this. And then uh, the Jumbo Shrimp, a good line forming. Acuna Jr. and Gwinnett against the Jumbo Shrimp. That's right in front of me. And then right behind me, we've got Iceman fans. You know what's crazy about all the Iceman fans? How many different... 
hockey jerseys I've seen. I mean, there's not a ton of people out here yet. There's like 50 or 60 in line. And I got to tell you, there's probably 30 different hockey jerseys. Yeah, it's a thing in hockey. You just oh, wear yeah. whatever you got. Yeah, I mean, if I was, I'm rocking my Wings jersey right now if I was there, Brent. So thank God I'm not there. Well, yeah. Well, and, and yeah, there are some other teams. I just saw like a Capitals jersey. But then there are also like the offshoot, like uh, Iceman jerseys, you know? Oh, yeah. That they do like the different nights of. And yep. So, yeah, it's a wide variety. Uh, right now. So good luck to the Iceman game, too. We'll have all the highlights tonight. Action Sports Shacks on the TV side, CBS 47, Fox 30. Action Sports Shacks primetime this weekend, 1030 on Fox 30, 1130 on CBS 47. When we come back on Monday, it is Draft Week 2022. For Austin Lane, Casey Kirk, I'm Brett Martineau. Have a terrific weekend, everybody. Action Sports Shacks, OT, up next on ESPN 690. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.